Welcome to another installment of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. This podcast featuring one of the newest members of the Orlando Magic, Admiral Schofield. Admiral just recently signed to his second 10-day contract. And of course, Magic Pod Squad brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. And they remind you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. If you've been drinking, don't get behind the wheel. Instead, find a sober driver or catch a ride service. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Have a great night and drive safe. So much to get into here with Admiral Schofield, including his days in Washington when he first got to the NBA, 42nd overall draft pick in 2019, what he's done here in Lakeland, how he's made himself ready, and how he's taken advantage of his opportunity here with the Orlando Magic and the pride that he takes, as well as some of his Lakeland teammates, on the job they've done keeping Orlando afloat amidst this uh, health and safety protocol crisis for the Magic and the NBA. Also, where he get his where he got his name from, his brothers, his family life, his dad, a 24-year military veteran. So lots of great info, and of course, his time in Knoxville, Tennessee. He loved his time as a volunteer. All that coming your way with Admiral Schofield on this edition of Magic Pod Squad. This is Jalen Suggs of the Orlando Magic. This is Jonathan Isaacs. This is Mo Bamba. This is Cole Anthony. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. And this is the Pod Squad. And welcome, everyone, to another edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. Dante Marcatelli, George Galante, and Admiral Schofield, who's now been with the Magic just over a week here in Orlando, but it's his second season in the NBA. We'll get you all caught up with Admiral. But Admiral, I got to know, first of all, thank you for joining us. It's great to catch up with you. You and I have spoken before and uh, I enjoyed our conversation earlier this year, but can you in any way explain to everybody what the last seven, eight, 10 days have been like uh, for you in your life? It has to have been a whirlwind for you. Yeah, no, it's been great. You know, uh, I think the biggest thing is just, I've been grateful for the opportunity. You know, Jeff Weltman bringing me in, um, Coach Mosley, you know, you know, giving me the opportunity to be on the floor with these guys and, to, you know, just show, you know, some of the things that I've, you know, come accustomed to just being in this organization. Um, uh, you know, I love their style of play and love everything that's been going on. So just to get the opportunity to actually get to go ahead and, you know, help this team get some wins and to be out on the floor was a blessing. So, like I said, I'm just grateful that Jeff and, and Coach Mose definitely gave me this opportunity to come out and, you know, help, help this organization, you know, through this COVID time, but also, you know, really to progress you know, some of the culture they're trying to build here, some of the tough toughness they're trying to get. So, you know, I've just been trying to hang my hat on that and, you know, be a light in that in that instance. Admiral, do you feel you're on a nonstop road trip? Like, do you feel <laughs> when was the last time you slept in your own bed? Right, I, I right. Just, it has to feel just crazy for you back and forth. I mean, you told me today, like, like you, you're going to have practice here today and then you got to go back to your apartment at Lakeland. I don't know what you got to do there. Maybe do some laundry. I, I don't know. Tell, tell, yeah. tell me what this has all been like. Cause it's just, I, I can't wrap yeah. my head around how crazy it's got to be for you and for yeah. Asani and the other guys. I think the craziest thing is that before we all signed the 10 days, me, Aleem, Asani and, and BJ, um, we were just getting off of like 10 to 12 day road trip with the Lakeland magic. Right. That Right our first off day in like two and a half weeks, we got called up. So we were rushing <laughs> get up for Orlando. So, um, you know, they have a place for us to stay downtown, but you know, me, I'm a homebody. I just like being in my own space. And, you know, like, like you said, being able to wash clothes and play my video games, you know, so I don't mind driving the hour, you know, especially cause how great the opportunity is. So, um, but you know, it's, it's, it does feel like a nonstop road trip. Um, but it, like I said, it, it, it definitely feels different when you're in Florida. You know, it's 85. <laughs> yes. 
work and, you know, places like that. So, like I said, it's just great, great to be in Orlando, great to be with this organization and, you know, to get this opportunity. But, you know, it has been a little rocky as far as just, I mean, I think the only thing I've lost um, and throughout this whole trip is just sleep. Other than that, everything, <laughs> you know, you know, taking it as it comes and just, you know, trying to make the best of my opportunities. You know, George, I thought it was great. He, he A couple games ago, he said he got a lot of messages and, and word from his family and friends that he looks like the guy at Tennessee, right? You, you explained that to me. I, I think that's just so fascinating, Admiral. Just kind of take us through what they meant by that, what you went through in Washington, what you learned there, and how yeah. that's all helped you take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, I just, you know, when I first got in the NBA, you know, that was, I, like I was telling you before, that was like one of the first times that, you know, the fun for basketball was taken away from me just because of, you know, all the other stuff around the game. And for me, it was just like I had to figure out as a player, how do I stick in this league? You know, what does it look like? What does it sound like? You know, what does it feel like to, to, to be the player that they're asking me to be to stick in this league? And my first two years, you know, I feel like it was just mostly ego, you know, coming from Tennessee, being a scorer, you know, being a defender, you know, being an impact player and playing a lot of minutes, you know, doing the little things and doing, you know, what coach asked me to do, you know, at this level, that's that that just isn't enough. You know, it's just it's more than that. And, you know, I feel like more than anything, it was just a humbling experience for me to realize, like, no matter like the amount of work I feel like I put in, like I have to restructure some things to put in the right type of work, like towards the things okay. that I and, you know, being here, you know, Jeff bringing me in for camp, giving me the opportunity to get in front of the staff, the coaches, the front office, and then, you know, giving me the opportunity to be in Lakeland. Um, you know, just being down there with those guys and that staff, you know, Joe Bear and Johnny Taylor and Adetunji, the, the GM down there, and Trent and all those guys, you know, they're doing a great job of developing guys and, and really, you know, teaching guys what this organization wants from out of, out of those, those players at that level but also just helping me develop as a player with my IQ, understanding where I'm supposed to be on the floor, spacing, and those little things. So I feel like that's what's really allowed me to be on the floor is being a great spacer, you know, doing the little things, setting backside screens, cutting, creating lanes and other shots for others. But also, you know, when I get my opportunities, knocking down shots and, you know, being aggressive going to the paint. So I just think, like, I just think the biggest thing that I had to learn was just that just because – how success looked to me coming into the league doesn't mean being successful can't be, you know, looked at in a different way or you can't be successful in other ways. So I just feel like, you know, the role I'm playing right now, I feel like that's what I was, I was brought into the league to do. You know what I mean? And everything else is just icing on the cake. Like I can score, or I can do those things, but what I'm great at, where I can hold my hat on every night is being a great defender, you know, knowing the scouting report, being the guy that plays with energy, that brings energy on and off the bench, um, and just being a guy that, that can be trusted and counted on when we need a bucket or, you know, when we need to stop. You know, being that guy that Coach Mo said, you know what, I can hang my hat on Skull. Like, he's a guy that I trust. You know, he's he's about those things. And Jeff, you know, trusted me to be out there with the opportunity that he's given me. So that's kind of like what my focuses are now. It's not just being, you know, having all the brands and, you know, yeah, that right, kind of right. about basketball like what i have to do to be the best player i can be when i for the Orlando magic even too that, that gets me that gets me fired up 
See, Toomsie wears me down with all the Ohio talk and Cleveland. Like, you get worn down from Toomsie. I'm surprised you're upbeat from Toomsie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Toomsie, I mean, he's definitely he's definitely a motivator. Um, Even being on being Lakeland, you know, he, he stayed on me. Um, and, you know, just the opportunity that, you know, he, he also presented towards me, you know, being with the Lakeland Magic, you know, being put in different situations to really show my abilities that I could do. You know, I just really appreciate being in an organization that, you know, takes development uh, as serious as they do, but also really how they, you know, really give guys opportunity that's been with the organization, guys they trust. So, like I said, I'm just so very grateful um, for everything, you know, and that's why when I go out there, no matter what, like, I try to play with no expectations. I just try to do what I know to do and just remember that, like, I'm, I'm super blessed to be here and just to go out and, and compete. So my main focus is just playing hard and, and, and having fun. So that's what I've been doing. And, and I think, you know, being here, you know, it's been getting it's been getting kind of contagious with the team, you know, with mm-hmm. us four guys being up. Now it's just me right now. But. You know, you got to keep that going, the energy, the ball movement, that kind of stuff, just, you know, letting that be contagious. Now, who, who on the outside of the organization helped you get back to, to feeling the way you do now, Admiral? Because you said you went through some tough times early on and when you first got in the league. Who, who did you lean on to, to help get you, get you in the right frame of mind or get you back to yeah. what, you, what you needed to do? Um, honestly, I, I, will, I will really say, you know, it's, it's a testament to four groups, you know, my family. Um, I say my agency, um, you know, my immediate support friends, like my girlfriend, um, you know, my, my older brother, my little brother, and just like, you know, the fans in Knoxville, you know, they've been just very encouraging and getting back to myself and trying to figure out like what was missing. And I, I think the biggest thing that I was missing, no matter what, you know, was going on was just, I just wasn't having fun. You know, when I, when I'm having fun, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter if I score 20 points. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. I just love winning. I love impacting winning and, you know, and being a part of winning. So for me, it's just like, you know, those those four main groups of people just really honed in on me this offseason and really supported me in ways that I just, you know, I just I felt like all I could do was be successful. And, you know, what I had to understand, too, is just like we have a motto in Lakeland, you know, with the Lakeland Magic is be where your feet are. And, like, that's the biggest thing. Like, I'm big on meditation and big on being present. So, like, I really try to, like, be disciplined on just being where my feet are at every moment, every second of the day, just being where I am and not trying to worry about what's next or what's coming or if if this is going to happen, if this doesn't happen, just being, you know, ready. You know, and that's the biggest thing is just being where I am. That's outstanding. Uh, what terrific advice. And, you know, I, I think about you having fun. Was there anything more fun than when you were winning at Tennessee? I think about your senior, right, your senior year and that sweet 16 run that you had. You had Purdue on the ropes. You almost went to the Elite Eight. Just yeah. kind of take us through your time at Tennessee, what it means to be a volunteer to you yeah. and, and how much fun that was for you in college. Yeah, I mean, to this day, I, I go, I mean, I don't make it, you know, known, but I go to Knoxville at least three or four times a year because I just love yes. You know, the relationships I've built there and the memories I have there. And then, you know, just to see the school, how they're building it up and, you know, like the impact that my team and in my four years that we left there, it's just to see it building is just like so amazing to me. So I always like Knoxville, always the city of Knoxville will always have a special place in my heart. But especially being a volunteer and being at the university and such a widespread fan base across the country, just 
I mean, their support is unbelievable. You know, they never wavers. And our fan base is one of the, I mean, I think it's the best in the country, but, you know, just all those experiences, you know, going into games knowing we're going to win or, you know, just having fun with all my teammates, the relationships I've built. Um, I mean, it's just so many memories. And, you know, honestly, I get that feeling being here. You know, like we have a young group of guys. We're trying to build a culture just like it was at Tennessee. And, you know, with, with that kind of, you know, makeup, you can build something special. You can build special relationships. You can build different connections on the floor. And, you know, just just this just, you know, the situation that, you know, the organization is in right now, it can be a big plus. You know, like when I was at Tennessee, my first two years, we didn't win. We barely were 500. You know what I mean? And then those next two years, something clicked for us. You know, our relationships all changed. Our relationships, understanding who we are on the floor changed. And just the relationships and the coaching staff, trusting the system, trusting that, you know, everyone has their best interests. Like, those things go far for, for, for players, not just in, on the basketball, but in any sport, you know. So I just think that, like, you know, in Knoxville, like, those are some of the best memories is that, like, how we built those relationships, those connections that really bled onto the floor. But more importantly, like what we were able to do in the community, you know, give the community hope, you know, make an impact in the schools and area and, and, and those type of things. So I just love going back and, you know, being here, like I, like I said, it just seems like the same type of opportunity. So it just That's gives me to be here and, and, you know, and get these opportunities to be out on the floor, but also, you know, being in the community and, you know, being a representation of this organization. Admiral, every time you mention Knoxville, like your face, it just lights up. <laughs> How does a kid from Illinois get to Knoxville, Tennessee, and then fall in love with Knoxville, Tennessee? Because I'm watching you talk about, you know, that you just went on for five minutes about Knoxville, Tennessee, and a kid from Illinois. I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to piece them two together. So how, how does that get to you that's so bad, emotioning? And that's so a my, bad, that's a bad Illini program that couldn't reel you in. Yeah, <laughs> Let, let's talk. <laughs> we'll talk about that. That's funny. So I just, you know, growing up, my, my both of my parents, they're from uh, Camden, South Carolina. So, okay. kid, we'd actually drive through Knoxville all the time, you know, and I didn't I didn't realize it until I went on my visit. And I was like, you know, this like highway looks so familiar, you know, <laughs> to go through Knoxville. And actually, not, uh, University of Tennessee was last on my list. I was going to be a, a, a mountaineer. I wanted to go to West Virginia and play for Bobby Huggins. But I... Uh, I ended up going to Knoxville first because they were my first high major offer. And when I got there, like immediately, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is probably the place for me. You know, like, I mean, the first day on the visit, I was like telling my dad, like, I really, <laughs> I really like this place. <laughs> you know, it was what, what, what clicked or what made you feel like, was there a girl that walked by? You're like, wow, this place is awesome. Like, <laughs> like what happened there? What? How does it click like that? Rocky yeah, to Top, be, what was it? To be totally thorough with you, it was just honestly like the fan base. Like I had never seen like being in the SEC is like because like my older brother, he played for Wisconsin, played football at the University of Wisconsin. So I've been to Ohio State. I've been to, you know, Big Ten games. I've been to those big games, you know, and the SEC is just it's a whole different world. Like it's like a religion, you know, like people really take you know, SEC football, basketball, like sports so differently. And to see that environment and like how intense I like to play basketball, I just felt like that would really feed, you know, me okay. become where I wanted to be. But also the academics and just how, you know, everything is structured for the athletes, student athletes to be successful on and off the floor. I just, I, I couldn't see a, a lose in the situation, you know, and 
just the people alone in the community, like that's why I light up a lot too, because they're just, you know, the hospitality and how much love is just shown in Knoxville is like unmatched. So it's interesting. So I got a good friend here, Chad, and his mother lives in Knoxville. And she was the one that called him and said, oh, my God, they're calling up Admiral. Like that, like the Tennessee support follows you everywhere you go. They're watching all your Lakeland games, all your Magic games. It blew me away. Those fans don't stop cheering once you leave Knoxville. It's amazing. Oh, no, they I mean, they are lifelong diehard fans. And that's I mean, you can't you can't beat that. You cannot beat that. (laughs) That's great. They had a team in like uh, Nashville or something. I mean, it'd probably be more orange in there than it would be anything, you know, because <laughs> like that, because they I mean, it's just genuine. You know, it really Admiral, is. You, you've got an unbelievable story. You're actually born in London. Right. And then your dad, yeah. your dad, 24 years, I believe, in the military. And, and then you come to Illinois. I think you're about two or three years old. But yeah. you've got a brother that won a Super Bowl with the Seahawks. You, you yeah. I mean, it's amazing family story kind of get everybody caught up on your family yeah. history so yeah I, like my dad was in the military for 24 years he was in uh the navy uh, he retired as a petty chief uh senior petty chief officer um and he did about 24 years he did a lot of tours um but i was actually born in london um in 1997 we lived we moved over to the u.s in 99 my dad was stationed outside of chicago at the great lakes base um, so I grew up in North Chicago and then going into my middle school years, my dad was actually sent to Japan for about four or five years. Okay. So he didn't come back until I was a freshman and like I was, I was going into the fifth grade or the sixth grade and he didn't come back until I was a freshman in high school. Wow. So, yeah. So for a while, me and my dad's relationship was a little different because I hadn't you know, in those prime years, I really didn't have him there. You know, he came to visit, but in the military, um, he wasn't able to get back over. You know, he was in the Philippines. He was actually stationed in Japan. So he was on the whole other side of the world. That's amazing. And my, at the time, my brother was at in, in college and all of that. So when he came back, was my brother's, like, last year of college. And then my brother got drafted. And then I started going into school. So, you know, when he got back, you know, I just wanted to really focus on uh, basketball. And when he had left, I was still playing football, you know. So, he, you know, he kind of wanted me to play some football. He, you know, the basketball thing, when he had left, I wasn't – I was okay, you know. I just – I didn't yeah. play hard all the time. And he – you know, when I was a kid growing up, I remember, like, if I didn't play hard, he would literally just get up and walk out of my games. Like, Is that he, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, if he, if he didn't like, like, how hard I – like, the effort and, like, you know, me – you know how you know how kids are when they pout and things like that. Sure. Get up and walk out. And, like, my dad being at my games was, like, one of the biggest things for me. So, you know, he knew that. So that was one of the ways to motivate. And for me, like – he was like, I won't come to another game until other people in the community start telling me about you. You know what I mean? He's like, that's when I know wow. you're actually playing. So um, in high school, I played football up until my junior year. Uh, I was a quarterback, played safety. I just wanted to do it to get stronger and tougher for the court. I would literally, like, go to uh, the gym after a football practice and work out for, like, two hours. Like, it, you know what I mean? I just always loved that's basketball. Amazing. So, um Going throughout high school, you know, I wasn't highly recruited. Uh, it was actually my last tournament of my AAU career where I ended up getting, like, 25 offers in one weekend. I went in with none and got 25 offers. Tennessee was one of them. West Virginia was one of them. Wow. So, you know, my whole story, I've 
always been like, you know, working to get where I was. You know, I never was like in the mix. You know what I mean? So yeah. The um, you know, I committed under Donnie Tindall. Uh the year I was coming in, he got fired the year I committed in my senior year of high school. So Rick Barnes took over at the University of Tennessee. Well, my AAU coach, Dickie Simpkins, played for Rick Barnes. So that was how that connection uh, connected. So I ended up staying under Rick Barnes, and it's one of the best decisions I ever made, you know. Um, but just growing up, man, it's just like the household was just full of sports. Like I have a, I have an older sister as well. She used to run track. Um, I mean, we all played soccer. We ran track. We played, you know, multiple sports. But I think the, the most interesting thing about the whole family is my little brother. You know, he doesn't get a lot of, you know, pub, but his name is General. His name is General Schofield. And he's a baseball player. And he's really, really good. <laughs> he's really is good. Is that right? How about yeah. that? So hopefully we can get NFL, NBA, and MLB. That would be great. Wow. We got to look yeah. and see. George. See, that's where George comes into play. He can find out if that's ever happened before. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to look that those, up. Yeah, that three be sports. So you got your name, I'm assuming, Admiral, then obviously because of – that's about as high a rank as you can have in the Navy. So your dad's yeah. – Love, love for the military, right? Is that is that is that why you in general get your names from? So, so general got his name because of my dad's love in the military. But me personally, uh, so in London, you know how here in America we have the general car insurance. Yes, in London, right. federal car insurance. So my no dad way. was at the hospital, and he was like kind of stressed out, you know. So he wanted to, you know, chill and talk to one of his navy buddies. They were in the car, they were talking, and an infomercial comes on the radio, and it was oh. like and he hadn't figured out what he wanted to name me. so he's like admiral i like that name so <laughs> when it comes down to it i'm born or whatever when they go to sign the names my mom writes donovan arias schofield because my middle name is donovan arias but my dad goes in front of donovan and puts admiral without <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh that's a great so, story nope yeah <laughs> So, yeah, he goes and writes Admiral in front of me, and she just looks at him. So that's how I got my name, yeah. Man, I'm glad he didn't listen to a Hertz commercial or anything, a State Farm or something else. That would have been awkward. Man, I thought we thought for sure that – I mean, I thought for sure that it had some type of connection with your dad being right. in the Navy, but it, it doesn't. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it fits, though. It fits. It, it does fit. So hey, the, there was a great – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Nate. There was a great article that was written, Admiral, and I think when this is all said and done, you guys that all got this opportunity, you can you, we can glorify it as much as we want, but I, you guys saved the NBA, really. When you think about it, with there's, there's almost 200 cases uh, with COVID here, but you guys getting a call up from the G League and guys coming in from all over kept this business model moving, kept it moving along with the way yeah. you guys play, kept it competitive. And kept yeah. it a very entertaining product. I mean, when it's all said and done, how much pride? Obviously, we, you've talked about your opportunity, but at some point, you're going to look back and realize you guys kept this thing moving. I, you got to take great pride in that too, Evan. Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely you know hearing a little bit of the buzz and stuff like that. I mean, talking with the guys, like it's it's something that is definitely a confidence booster. You know what I mean? And to get a little taste of you know being in the NBA right now and all the opportunities we've been getting is just very motivational for us to continue to get back here, you know, and stick and, and be here. So like, you know, just to think about it in that aspect, it won't hit me till later, like you said, but you know, it definitely is. A, that's definitely a way to look at it. You know, we definitely help keep the, help, help keep the business going. And, you know, when these guys get back, 
you know, when there's other opportunities, I think a lot of guys that have been playing really open some eyes to be able to get the opportunities that, you know, may open up when things get back. Well, we've said that on the broadcast, and this will be the last thing for me, but we've said this on the broadcast. You're an NBA player, and you know that. We know that. It's just about opportunity and fit, right? Yeah. So is it – how do you piece that all together? You're here. Obviously, you want to stay, but it's a business. It could be here. It could be somewhere else. You're auditioning yeah. for 29 other teams as well, yeah. right? How do you – you know, you, you've, you gotta, you're trying to show everybody what you can do and you've done that. Right. So how do you feel and how confident are you that this is yeah. something in a place that you can stick? I, I feel good about it. I feel very confident in, in, in that. But I, I think the biggest thing is just, like you said, you're auditioning for a bunch of teams, but I think the biggest thing is if you can focus on what this team wants, you know, and the opportunity yes. here, and you really focus on being here, you know, a lot of times you won't have to go elsewhere. You know, so right. I think my is doing everything I need to do to be in the land, uh, be a part of this roster. Um, and I feel like if I do that, other opportunities will open up. But, you know, it'll give me the opportunity to be able to stay or choose to be able to stay. And like I said, I mean, I, I love this staff, you know, and I just love the energy they come with every day. And the front office is very encouraging and what they want in their younger players and what they're looking for. So I've been playing pretty well. And like I said, you can't beat this weather. So I'm just yes, going to keep right. <laughs> what I can. I'm just gonna keep doing what I can do to show that you know I belong here. You know I, I deserve to be here, but also that I want to be here. You know, like genuinely want to be here by doing the right things, by playing the right way, and you know being being the right guy in the community, being the right guy on and off the floor. Well, he's un, you're unselfish. You go about things the right way. You 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 play hard. You've shown that you can guard one through five. I mean, they put you on anybody, right? Yeah. And you play and you play with a chip. You play with fire. I love that. Fans love that. And I think that's great. And it's a great start to your NBA career here in Orlando. And let's let's help this thing continue on. Okay, Admiral. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, best Admiral. of luck. Thanks so much for spending time with you. That'll do it for this edition of Magic Pod Squad. We'll see you next time.